0: Welcome to the Career Mentor Podcast, a program of Hunger for Success, a nonprofit organization devoted to helping people find and keep family wage jobs. Your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Career Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski, And in this series of how to improve your interviewing skills, we've talked about the hiring manager's perspective. We've talked about your perspective as a job seeker. We've talked about the importance of telling personal stories to be able to not only showcase who you are as a person, but showcase who you are as a professional and increase the engagement of that hiring manager or the people that are interviewing you. This particular episode is going to be dedicated to overcoming some common objections. What can you say, what can you do to overcome objections? a hiring manager says, well, you seem overqualified to me or, well, you don't live around here. You'd be relocating and I'm not sure if that's going to work. And then you just don't have the qualifications we're looking for. Now while there's lots of different objections that you may experienced, I'm going to cover these three in this episode. And if the work that we do now is not helpful enough, if there's an objection you really want advice on how to overcome, really want you to reach out to us at our website. It's help the letter H, the number four, the letter s dot org and let us know your specific objection and we can dedicate a podcast episode to helping you through that and giving you some strategies. Well, let's talk about the first objection, being overqualified. We help a lot of individuals that have been laid off of industries, have had senior positions, been laid off, been unemployed anywhere from two to eight years and are trying to get back into a similar industry or a different industry. And they have a degree and they have 20 years experience, 15 years experience, and they go interview for an entry-level job because if they can get in at forty and $50,000 a year, that, that's a good start and that's some money coming in and it's better than unemployment and they can work their way up and that's what they want to do. But when the hiring manager looks at their experience, 15 years and, maybe a master's degree, maybe a bachelor's degree. Uh, I can't afford this person, and they're going to get bored, so I'm going to label them as overqualified. Now, sometimes the hiring manager is not going to tell you that. They'll give you a courtesy interview, maybe a telephone interview. And if this objection doesn't come up, you need to bring it up. If you're one of those individuals that has a lot of experience but is looking to do a different career or get back into any career at an entry-level position, you may have to bring up this objection when they may not. And this is how I advise people to deal with this objection. There's nothing wrong with being overqualified. There's nothing wrong with having a wealth of experience to give to an organization to help them and to help the people around you. But the reason why hiring managers see this as a negative because they don't wanna lose you in 90 days. Oh, this person's just here to get a low you know, level job at 40, 50 grand and then they're gonna leave me 90 days later when they find something better. They're worried about going through all this work to only have you for a couple of months. So if you're dedicated to this role, if you're dedicated to this organization and want to grow with them, there's two very simple things to say. Number one, this is not something short-term for me. This is something long-term. I'll dedicate myself to this organization based on the research that I've done, based on the accomplishments they have. You come up with the answer that best fits your direct needs. But the other thing I like to tell people that hey, you're overqualified is, look, There's really no such thing as overqualified. Having a wealth of experience should be something companies desire. And if you're concerned that I feel like I know everything, and because I have all this experience, I can't learn any new things, I wouldn't hire me either. For you see, having a lot of experience doesn't make you overqualified. And I'm willing to learn and listen and reapply my experience to your organization and my new role, and I'm open to that feedback. I'm open to learning. I'm not going to come into this organization and go, oh, with all this experience, I know what to do. You don't have to tell me what to do, and then not listen and just do what I've always done. That's not me. When I come into an organization, I want to learn about them. I want to learn the way they do things. And then I'll adapt and outperform your expectations. And that's a great way to overcome that objection of being overqualified. Now, what if you live one place and want to move to a different city, different state, and they're concerned? Well, you're relocating. You don't know this area. You don't know people. Well, this is a great time for a personal story because most people don't work where they were born. I was born in Los Angeles, California. I work in the Pacific Northwest. And while I travel around the country helping people, where I was born and where I currently work aren't always the same thing. In fact, you could tell the person interviewing how many people work for your company were born in this town, in this city, in this state. Maybe half, maybe less. And then what you would need to do is have some research of these are the locations that I know, or I've traveled here quite a bit, or have family and friends, or my last job I worked with several offices in this area. Give that hiring manager the knowledge and opportunity to know that you're serious about moving and that you know something about where you're moving. But again, here's one of those situations where you may have to mention this objection because they may not. They may be thinking it, but they may not feel comfortable saying it in an interview. So if you think this is gonna be a concern for your new job, you need to bring it up. Now here's one of the toughest parts, not being qualified. You're in the interview for a reason. So, being underqualified doesn't mean you're not capable of doing the job. That means there's other people with more qualifications or perhaps a degree or more education than you have. So, how do you overcome this objection? Well, it's time for a story. It's time for a personal story where you have overcome something and succeeded. We've helped a lot of single mothers, and they've put themselves through school. And they've achieved honor roll or got a degree, and that's a huge accomplishment. And they had to work very hard to manage young children, go to college, achieve all those things. Can't do it without support. And one of their personal stories is talking about the support from my parents, the support from my friends, the support from a neighbor enabled me to study and work really hard and get that degree and get on that honor roll and be able to accomplish something so my children can see how important education is. And while I never went to college or I went to college late in life, I didn't have experience going to college, I did incredibly well because of the support around me and because of my work ethic. And I can do the exact same thing for you if you provide me the opportunity. that's a great personal story to share to show that you're there and you may not be as qualified as all their other candidates but you may be the most effective candidate they've met and they're not going to know that unless you tell them a story a personal story because it shows your authenticity it shows who you will be 24-7 and it's not just a performance and sometimes I say that I said, look I know a lot of people interview, they're thinking it's a performance, I've got one shot to make a great impression. This is who I am every day. This is how hard I work. This is how much I care. This is how passionate I am about the work that you're doing. And that won't change after this interview. It will only increase. Objections don't have to be negative. Objections are questions. And don't take it as no; they don't want me. Take it as a K-N-O-W, they don't know enough about me. I have to tell them more. I have to make them more comfortable about me. I have to connect with them more on a personal level so they know I could succeed in this job. Objections are not negative, even though that's a double negative. Objections are questions. And you want to practice some of these. And again, applying your stories is important. But if there's objections I haven't mentioned, or you have something in the back of your mind, I think that's why they're not hiring me, but I'm not sure. Let us know. Let's see if we can help you with that. Could be as simple as an email reply. Could be as simple as a telephone call. Or it could be engaging us and letting us help you throughout our entire program. We appreciate you being here today and listening to us. We thank you for being a part of the Career Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski. And our next episode is going to talk about how do you end the interview? What questions can you ask that will surprise and engage the hiring manager? And what do you need to do before you leave the interview to increase your chances of getting the job? We'll talk about that in our next part of the series and we hope to see you there or hear you there. Again, I'm your host, Brad Lebowski with Hunger for Success. We look forward to listening to you in the future and hope you have a great rest of your day. This is the Career Mentor Podcast intellectual property of hunger for success all rights reserved 2018